failure to prepare to fail is being prepared to succeed. No fucking way. I know this was your idea, but I came on this venture with you. I just want to point that out. Uh, like, I, I'm not, like, I don't think you're also in the best of spaces, but um, being told that today by another human being, hands down, hands down, like, like it wasn't even today. Oh, I'm saying today. No, no, no. This week. You're, sorry, you're quoting someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I, I forget that you quote people on this intro part. Like, like I'll read out again. I'll read out again. Okay. <clears throat> Failure to prepare to fail is being prepared to succeed. <laughs> um, yeah. Welcome to Silly Wales. This is a mental health podcast. This podcast is for everyone, but it might not be for you, and that's okay. Uh, in this show, we discuss mental health issues such as depression, anxiety, and neurological conditions such as ADHD, autism, things like that. So understandably, we have to let you guys know that there could be a potential trigger warning for those things, especially if you don't want to hear about it spoken about in a very probably direct and blunt way. My name is Alex Cupid. I'm joined by my longtime friend, Joe. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, to, to, for that quote, um, it, was, uh, it, it wasn't even in the gym, it was outside the gym. And um, I don't even know if he actually goes to the gym or not because he came out of nowhere. I was on my phone and out of the corner of my eye, I see him and he goes, yo, little bro. And I'm just like, I'm either going to get mugged or I know this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was neither. It was neither. He was saying, yeah, you, you can't be on your phone. You should be in there lifting. And he's like saying, I was like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm finished for workout. I'm actually going home. But, you know, didn't want to interrupt him. I, I, I'm a nice guy. Um, see, I... I- I've, I've hung out with you when someone has randomly come up to you and said like something and I don't know who they are. And I think there's a moment where you're not sure who they are, um, but you're having to, but then you, you realize like after they stop talking, oh yes. Okay. And then you go for it. Um, I, I, I just imagine that you're constantly in a state of fear, like the rabbits in Watership Down, just constantly worried that at some point, you know, someone's just going to come out of nowhere and ambush you <laughs> with like with things, and you're like, I don't know if you're friend or foe, and you just have to work off of that for the rest of your life. I get that feeling sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much me though, because like if someone like says, "Oh yeah, hey man, how you doing?" and they're in a really friendly way, I'm gonna assume I know them from somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. z- I have zero survival instinct because if you come to me in a really friendly manner, I'm not gonna know. What to- I'm gonna be like, "Hey man." Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat you like friend until you're clearly not a friend. But yeah, he, he was really like, you know, aggressively saying these really motivational things, and um, then he pulls off that line, and I, 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 I'm dying, Joe. It was incredible, and, and I laughed at his face as well. Like I couldn't hold it. In. <laughs> was it? It's just to be clear, and this is not obviously like to take the piss out of like you know the people not knowing English that well, but I'm just curious. Was this person someone who was like stumbling over their use of English, or was it someone who stumbled over their brain being able to use English? I.e., do they was it clear they knew English really well, or was it clear that like they were having to struggle with English? Yes, 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, he's English. He is English, white, and like I'll guess early forties. Okay. So mother tongue. Uh, I think it was just like a when I think we both have it. We both had it on the show when your brain thinks a lot faster, as you said, than then your mouth, and then here we are. <laughs> here we. Yeah, are. it's just it's it's just it's like you know, prepared to fail, fail to prepare, like all, all of that sort of stuff, like it, it comes in phrases. So you think that, you know, you prepare to succeed, you know, like it, it's like saying prepare to succeed, succeed to fail. Like that's, that doesn't make sense, but like, it, it's like someone tried to construct it using <laughs> the, the phraseology. Like, it's just, I, I, I love it. I love it. It's, um, it, it's quite, it, it's funny. Like, I, I mean, this is, this is a complete stranger, but apparently, apparently all of your quotes are going to be gym quotes now, is what I'm understanding, but based on even, the last few episodes. I don't even know if they actually go to the gym or not. I, I, I actually don't. I, I, I don't know where they came from. And that's what makes it, like, even better. It's like, they showed up like, oh no, Jesus. <laughs> like, I was like, he's here. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. You're, you're making uh, this person sound more homeless the more you say it, you realize. When you yeah. say it like that. <laughs> But even even then, though, okay, I don't know if they're homeless or not. Because no. again, like I I can't tell. Um, and, and like I don't know, a lot of my friends are middle aged white men. Like you know, <laughs> I, I did not know this. I didn't know that about you, to be honest. Like I play football with people, okay, and they're all in like their their is middle aged mid thirties. Is that middle aged already? Yeah, we can call it that. Yeah, like in their like, mid thirties. Some of them in their late thirties, you know. And then of course, like people I work with, they're all, you know, fairly in their, like, middle of ages, you know? I don't know what middle age is. I mean, well, you don't know what middle aged is, roughly. No, I don't really know what's considered middle age. Well, actually, to be fair, okay, so middle age to me, at least, would refer to someone who's, like, probably between, like, somewhere between 40s and 60s, generally speaking. Maybe more specifically, like, 45, 55. That's how I would think of it. But to be fair, like if you're 45 and you're at the midpoint in your life, then you'd be at 90. That'd be pretty good. So clearly that hasn't been the common age for middle-aged, right? So middle-aged must be some, must constantly change based on life expectancy and so on. I mean, even right now, life expectancy doesn't, wouldn't put you at 45 as middle-aged. But like to the point of like the idea of like middle age, I think middle-aged is very associated with like, midlife you know like as in like there's a point in your life where you're you're as far gone behind as you are forward but that's probably but that's probably something that you could relate to like points in your life if that makes sense like you know like oh i mean you literally put in the fucking you put you put in our the description for our podcast that we are both in essentially a midlife crises now which i understand fair enough but it's it's it it's it's weird to say, but to an extent, it does make sense. Like if you think, okay, well, within your like, let's even think within working life, right? Let's say you retire at sixty five, which we're not going to retire at sixty five, Alex. I don't know if you know this. Unless you've got oh. you're getting a buttload of money over the next twenty, thirty years, you're what not going to be retiring. What do you think the show early. is, man? What do you think the show is? <laughs> it's not happening. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all of our beloved, all of the people that will listen to us for the next bit, it's not happening. That's fine. I don't care. But regardless, <laughs> actually, to be fair, you actually have a lot more going on for you, sir. But that's not necessarily not true. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. <laughs> like, like, let's not just let, let's not just like you know just shit on each other. Okay. 
Wait till they meet ourselves. No, no, you know what it is, Alex. I I told you before we started that I was that I was slightly despairing, and now it's coming through very obviously. <laughs> that is incredible, and we love it anyway. Yeah, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to for it to come out this way. So let me let me pass over to you for a second. I'll talk about my shit in a sec, and just to give you a bit of limelight here, because I don't. I'm not having you slander yourself like that, okay? <laughs> now. I'm not a good motivational speaker, so I'm not even going to try and motivate okay? But it's okay. It's okay. But to anyone who is just like myself and Joe, meaning facing the reality that we will never be able to afford a house for ourselves or, uh, you know, rent anywhere half good because everything's owned by an oligarch of some country and then the rent is like £2,000 for like just a room in, in a building. It's okay because we're all in this together. High School Musical is a great film. Thank oh, you. Oh, God. I was so initially I was going to say okay, but we don't all live in London, so that we're, we're trying to escape it. But now you're now you're just making this high school musical. I, I, yeah. <laughs> like I looked at oh. um, like looked at places in your city, and I was like, I I could afford to live there in a place for myself by myself, no roommates. Oh my goodness! And then I remembered it's Worcestershire, and I have no idea what to do there. <laughs> like it's Worcester, yeah. No, it's uh. I, I literally am useless to that city. <laughs> what do you mean you're useless to the city? All I can do is be a like a supply teacher or a TA. I, like, there's no football team that I think will actually want to hire me for starters. But, but like, there also just isn't um, much to do. Um, I don't know. You could be part of the Canal Trust. Canal River Trust. <laughs> Are you part of the Canal River Trust? No, you know what? I really need to fly. It's one of the things I've been wanting to do since I've been here. But I, don't, but I, I think it's just, it's just one of those things where I, I truly don't uh, follow dreams when there's stuff in my, in my. I say dreams like it's a fucking like huge goal. It's not a huge goal. It's just the thing I want to be doing. Isn't it weird? <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, I'm going into despair mode. Hold on, I will come back to this later. I will come back to this later, please. How has your week been? Oh, I mean, I think the last time we recorded was actually pretty much a week ago now this is the yeah, 30th yeah. of january today yeah so, so um, this will probably be uploaded in about two days um week's been week's been shit man it's been terrible but um i'm actually in a really like as you can probably tell in a really like a very sadistic enthusiastic mood it's like <laughs> um but yeah because i'm just like I'm, I'm really like full of energy but i don't know why because there's nothing to be full of energy about um Muay Thai this week was good. We did uh, clinching and like throwing knees and elbows in the clinch. Man, I am not used to being thrown around at all ever. And um, it, it happened a lot. And I was like, wow. And I was like, I thought I was really good at grappling. And I am. But I'm nowhere near as good as, uh, as, as anybody else here. They're like, oh, that's really cool. But let me tell you how I can elbow you with ease. <laughs> do, you, do you want to give any context for... Not, not for me because we talked about this a lot, but like essentially how grappling in Muay Thai works, and also how heavy are you compared to the people you're fighting against when this is happening? To kind of show the the scale of how little it can matter or it can matter, basically. Like grappling in Muay Thai is similar to like any sort of clinching and grappling in other martial arts, like a judo or like a karate, things like that, where the takedown is leveraging. Yes, having strength and power is super important. But a lot of the takedowns are actually levering, leveraging the op- opposition's weight against them. Like a good hip toss, you're kind of just providing a bouncing board for someone to fall over you. 
Um, yes, you're the back of a basketball. Yeah. You're a backboard, basically. Pretty much. And, you like, yeah. fall over. So, like, Muay Thai is very similar, where, like, a sudden movement can jerk you out of position. Like, my, my, the coach there was saying, there's no point in trying to, like, forcibly pull somebody's head down to try and knee them. That does nothing. If, if their neck is strong, they're not going down. But instead, like, jerk their head forward because sudden movements, like, your body can't really acclimatize to being dragged suddenly, like, in stages. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus. So then it's, you're easier to, to go down. But, like, yeah, like, that happened to me a few times. I was like, hey, look, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing good. Look, I'm throwing some knees. But the knees I'm throwing are very, like, wide, circular knees. So, like, I, I go pretty much, I do a full, like, semicircle into them. And it's there's no damage. Like, it's scoring points, but it does no damage. But their knees were, like, pinpoint straight to the stomach. I was like, how are they doing this? And, and I was really, like, perplexed. And I realized they're just better than me because they've been doing it longer. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, it's, it's always fun. I really enjoy it. And I went to the gym straight after. I did two hours of Muay Thai. Went to the gym. Did 15 minutes on the bag. And I felt so much better until I, um, I, I got home and I just laid down. And then I wanted everything to end. I just wanted to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go through the whole process of falling asleep. I just wanted to be asleep, you know? And so th- 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 this, this t- whole topic is going to come up today. Um, but like in a sort of more uh, grand abstract sense, but just as a, almost a note for me, because I don't think I've quite asked you exactly how this looks week to week, but like, what is your outside of work? In this case, it's very, it's, it's physical activity, which is, I imagine incredibly good for you in a holistic sense, um, like gym, Muay Thai, that stuff. I know obviously it takes up time and stuff, and that there's negatives to that. But what I, I'm curious what it looks like in a week because this is a, this is a thing that I've been realizing about the way I am and the way I've been for years that I want to talk about later. And I just I want to I want to have a point of comparison basically between us. Yeah, okay. yeah like um, I. I always notice that my mental health drops when I don't do one of these things, like, a lot. So, like, of course, I'm a poet, um, hence, like, I've been referencing The Happiness Project, which is my first album to come out. Hopefully, in the next few weeks, it'll be out. And then, um, of course, Muay Thai plays a big part. Um, before Muay Thai, it was boxing. And, of course, going to the gym. And it's those three things. And then, of course, our football and everything I do with that. But football's becoming more of a job. so. Like, it's not always a release. The thing is that I tend to just forget about one of them three, and then I get in a really bad place, and I remember that that thing exists. Like, for example, I haven't been to the gym in two weeks. Yesterday was the first time, just because I didn't mm-hmm. have any sort of time to do it, because I would have, like, Muay Thai, and then I'll be really, really tired, and then I'll have to be up again. And, like, I'm getting up at 6.30 every single day. Um, I have a dog coming tomorrow, so I've... Been like, trying to train my body to get up at six thirty to walk him. Well, it's a it's a her, but we're calling it a him because non-binary dog. Okay, I can't bother to gender the thing and be like, good girl. It's just long. Okay, non-binary dog, but but we're gonna say him. <laughs> we're gonna say it. I'm because uh, people will be like, oh, I say it because it's an it. It doesn't care, you know. Yeah. To be to be clear, I, I just have this opinion in general. You can call your pets whatever the fuck you want. Name-wise, gender-wise, it literally makes no difference because they do not care. If there's any point about gender that we have learned is that it's about the person who the gender is referring to that matters. The cat doesn't care or the dog doesn't care. <laughs> like 
It makes no difference to them. So fuck it. Do what I you had want. a female camp- hamster called Kevin. It was named after Kevin Owens, a professional wrestler. And nice. Kevin did not care. Okay? Kevin's long dead now, but Kevin did not care. Kevin's been dead like 10 years, 20 years. I can't remember how old I am. Apparently you did not care. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I actually can't remember. Anywho, plowing it. Um, I, yeah, so I have to do those three things or I, I do struggle to do stuff. Um, I need to get back into lifting weights. My deadlift progress is, uh, it has stalled because I just haven't deadlifted in ages. And like, I'm stuck on 220 kg. I can't get past that because, you know, I don't know why. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah, that's me. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I, I don't think so. But yeah. So you, you didn't you didn't mention, but I think you're going with Black Power, right? Black Power? The dog. Oh, yeah. Black Power. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as you named them. Without actually naming them, you do have a name for them, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, their name is Freya. Um, I, I, I want to change it, but I can't actually think of any good names to change it to. So, like, uh, um, it might just be Freya. If I call Freya and, and it turns around and goes, hello, then I kind of guess your name's Freya, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> we just call it X. X, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, I had a choice between um, a white, um, like, ginger dog and a, and a, and a black dog, and, we, and, we, and I chose the black one, Black Power. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Are you, you going to put pictures up anywhere? Oh yeah, I, I've decided to, to. I've just commit to this. I'm gonna film the process of me with the dog, and I'm gonna probably upload oh. it to the YouTube channel and on the Instagram. Be like, I'm gonna like be as conscious as ever. I'm gonna be like, oh, look, I'm filming the dog for content. Ah. I'm gonna hate everything about it. I'm gonna hate right. everything about it, but it's gonna be I, fun. I'm gonna be honest. I, I I actually don't think there's anything wrong with that kind of content. I think there's something very genuine about it. I don't think it's it's special in a vast sea of content that exists. But, I mean, it's not, like, insincere. Yeah, like, uh, I'm very much like a... Um, I hate, like, a lot of things on social media, but I, I hate the most is, like, YouTube short slash, um, like, I guess it'll be TikToks. But I have an account. Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> put a, a little note for that there. <laughs> Yawn. Do, do you want to start that bit again? Or do you want to just continue? Um, I'll start again. Yeah, like I think I hate on social media, like with, with like shorts. I guess they're TikToks and now they put onto YouTube, like people who narrate their animals' voices. Oh, they, I've not they, seen that. Yeah, they give their they give the animal like really weird voices and be like, "Oh, Mama is home," and I'm like, uh, like, "Like you make me want to kill the dog." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, how, how have you ruined? The, the 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 cuteness of an animal. You're making me despise this being. Yeah, Stop like, it. give me the shotgun. It's okay, you know. Like, I guess some people find it cute. I, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna hand these puppies to my friend Lenny, and and you know, I'll let let Darwin hope, hope for the best. <laughs> Darwin, <laughs> let Darwin take over. <laughs> Shot to his grave in the ground. Wait, where is he buried? We, we know where he's buried. Hold on. I'm just going to check. Where is Charles Darwin buried? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, he, like, oh, he's, he, oh, he's a, he's Westminster Abbey. He's he's one of them. He's actually he's in the Abbey boy. now. He's, away, he's, oh, in that, he's actually buried in that school that you went to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Joe, how's your week, man? Um. Okay. So uh, uh, this is going to come up a lot. Where I'm going to say. I feel shit that the week wasn't bad. I said this last week. <laughs> with um, there, there has been an episode recorded between. Is this episode? This is episode five, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Between episode five and last episode, there has there is a re- an episode record. Well, actually, it was recorded on the same day, so I guess not really. But basically, you know, we're obviously doing this journal week by week, but we have got another episode in, in the works, or I think it's going to come out pretty soon, right? It's um, pretty much coming out as we speak. Brilliant. So uh, I could reference it if I wanted to. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, regardless, I'm not actually trying to. But so um, over the last uh, last week, I, I I said that I wasn't feeling as good, and this week has been kind of an increase of that. Basically, um, I had some pain, uh, which I is completely separate from all of this, but has definitely not helped my mood. I should say because what it's made me do is it's made me like not interact with people as much over certain periods. So on Sunday, I didn't interact with people as well. On Monday, I didn't interact with basically anyone, even though like you came to me and said, oh, do you want to record something and blah, blah, blah. Like, I've not done that. And then today, I've just basically been like, you know, kind of having my proper day off, I guess, like my first day off since work. Um, It's what it feels like mentally, not physically, obviously. Like, actually, that's not true, but mentally it does. but I realized I think I was in a bit of a despair. And I was I was on the shops earlier than before we started recording. And I there are lots of people who are like this, and this is not new to anyone. Um and, and Alex, that I, I can't remember if you do this as well, but you know when you have like conversations or whole dialogues in your head, basically, where you yeah. assume what you're like where you assume a back and forth, right? So I've 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 always had the dialogue of me explaining this to you on this podcast and me just talking which you realize in your head like it never goes the way you think it does because it's obviously you that's regarding yourself and you can't account you can account for yourself but you can't account for anyone else in that so it never quite works so i don't really recommend it so much for like understanding what you're actually going to come up against but you know you're just going to do it um you need to accept it and move on to an extent but i have been in a bit of a state of despair currently um we we all knew this was coming. We've been talking about this for a while, but eventually <laughs> we were going to start getting into the darkest things when we started feeling a bit shakier. Uh, so, you know, hey, it did happen, <laughs> no doubt. Um, but I, and I, 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 talk, I, now I am referencing that episode. Uh, we did our secondary school um, discussion, and within that episode, not the major part, but I, within that I talked about my... Um, how my behavior became very crystallized and very um and uh, and I, I developed a sort of defense mechanism to deal with life at the time that continued and is still current uh to this day to to a certain extent not everything is say the same but there are certain things that have been very core and one of those things is that i essentially uh remove myself entirely into the what i'm going to call the youtube void um where i just watch stuff on youtube regardless of enjoyment or anything else because it caught it means my brain doesn't think 
and eventually develops to the point where nowadays I'm basically, you know, spending stupid amount of hours per week. I'm not going to go into the actual number of hours. I don't, it's honestly quite embarrassing to go to hours. I could check on my phone right now. I don't want to because whenever I've compared it with people, I've had two, two and a half times the amount that they've had in, on a lot of occasions. Um, and it got me thinking a lot though. Uh, and specifically today, because I think of this podcast, I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, what might the back and forth of the discussion be like, or how can I talk about this in a way that's beyond just a case of despair, or maybe beyond a um, a sad feeling that I am not like changing? And that was what kind of got me. It was change, um, and I'm kind of in a weird space because a lot has changed for me recently. And in fact, I should say over the last, I mean, for everyone who's going from eighteen to twenty-seven. A lot changes over nine years like that. A lot of stuff happens if you're in England, whether you're whether you're going to uni or not. Like there's loads of you know different things that happen to you, um, and different things you want to uh, pursue, different things you want to uh, like, different things in terms like different things you want to pursue in a kind of like self improvement and then like kind of career maybe, and then things you want to improve that you want to pursue in a kind of self-improvement but also like the rest of your life you know like friends family potentially romantic relationships potentially making even like family i mean there i mean it's crazy to think this probably for us too but like there are people who have had kids who are now like six years old you know that we have met that we knew or have met or even you do know someone right now who is who had like a six-year-old kid you know who who is our age yeah um and that's and that's a and there's a huge amount of potential there essentially. But one of the things that I have constantly um, struggled with is the is the reality that a lot of like who I was as a what you know when I was in secondary school and and just trying to get through things has stuck with me. And a lot of that I feel has become a, a, a crutch that is actively affecting my life in a negative way. Um, that is limiting my life to a certain extent. Like I'm, like I, I would like to, you know, I, I, I just recently moved to Worcester, but I have a very big interest in trying to be involved in uh, the community of Worcester. Not because I think Worcester is especially good in any way, like no, nothing to do with that. But when I was in London, obviously I, I, I grew up there and everything. But like I, I've not wanted to. When I was there, I felt. St- stifled by my situation that i didn't want to kind of do that yeah but I've, always, break out. yeah but I've always want I've, I've always had that feeling that like you know if i move to like a smaller place i'd like to be involved i'd like to i'd like to do things you know like there's there i mean there's basically a homelessness issue everywhere in the uk ways where, where you find like a city um i would like to be involved with like the homelessness issue to a certain extent i wouldn't mind being talking to like you know the uh the local council i wouldn't mind like being involved with some more specific elements like in the case of worcester the the river seven is here and there's a big river and canal trust thing going on here and stuff like that um there's a lot of different things i would like to be involved in or even one of those things and i haven't gone round to that when i say i haven't gone round to that what i truly mean by that is is that i have limited myself by my actions and behavior to just not action to even start down that track and this got me thinking about the realities that i've been facing for many years of my life and yes this is 
this is where the uh, trigger warnings at the beginning are starting to manifest a lot more um when i talk about this so if this is already bothering you just get you know don't worry about it it's fine like you can you can move on it's okay we're not going to chase you down yeah we're not we're, we're fine with that um i have been i've experienced this for many years of my life now i think we're getting into 16 years i should say of this particular aspect of it but there's there's an there's an element of me in the last like maybe few years where it's less so that i have become worse and more that i have become aware that i've become worse with it over time so i've become more aware of my dependency upon this upon like you know the youtube void for example in my case and Can also you explain the youtube void please because i know what it means but people just won't yeah i, I also want to uh, mention that this is not just the youtube void uh, just to add to this quickly before i start mentioning the youtube void is um that uh is that i've i've over the last few years i've developed like uh certain issues with alcohol let's just say that so i've had like also those issues as well um the youtube void as i would describe it uh it, it, I, i'm describing it in this way only because i'm talking about it in a kind of like dramatic way but really all i mean is is that i have i is that i developed an addiction to youtube early on when i was quite young because and i don't really quite understand the entirety of it but it became my the thing that i did to not think and to it, it was to silence the voices in my head or to you know or, or to uh or, or like oh the 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 social interaction the parasocial i should say interaction of youtube fed me enough of that so that i didn't feel i was so, so that i didn't feel wanting but ultimately felt unsatisfied but you know that's i think we talked about it in i think it was actually that secondary school episode i think you talked about the cycle of getting used to crap and basically you know be yeah. self self-perpetuating yeah, um, being like comfortable in, in the cycle that you're in as well yes being comfortable in the in that cycle and there has definitely been an element of me that has realized that i have become not out of desire but out of present moment want which is a very different thing like i want in many cases to do something but i don't want it in some like higher level sense like i don't want to be watching youtube for nine hours 10 hours 11 hours a day yeah. 12 hours a day and let's not get into the, the highest numbers um <laughs> that i could do i don't want to be doing that but in the moment i can't I, if you if you just scan my brain and somehow like detect what was the most wanted much like any addict would be i don't think you could say that the addict wouldn't want the thing they're addicted to more than anything else you know so it's very much like that problem that that yeah. that kind of that kind of cognitive dissonance because you've had it for a while a long yeah. long time and like yeah. it was a problem that i would have i'm happy to admit that i was very skeptical of because i was like how can like you're fine and it kind of just shows like how ignorant you can be to different types of addiction because it's like, Hey, if you came to me and said, I have a, like a, an alcohol addiction, which you've alluded to, to like having problems, well, I wouldn't, I don't think we'll call it an addiction unless you can, unless you want to say otherwise, but like, it's very much a, I can see that. Oh, of course. Yeah. You, you're telling me this. Of course. That makes sense. If someone tells you they have a problem with like cigarettes and everyone want to like, cut it down or whatever, I can see that. Yeah. Cool. Like if someone has a drug problem, you know, depending on the drug, you can you can see it, you know, you can see it. So you, you get it. With something like a, a even a gambling addiction, 
because you can see it with a YouTube addiction. You can't really see it. So when you when you said it, I was like, just 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 does it matter that you have it? Is like is that a bad thing? Right. But then the more yeah. you explain, more like you explain the damage it causes, the more I'm like, oh, like that is a problem. <laughs> yeah. I the the. I, I think what you're describing as well is something that really stood out to me, not quite recently, I should say, but in the last half of a year. Um, I was going to a GP for different reasons. Had nothing to do with any of this, but was um, I was going to them because of uh, like ear problems I was having, basically. And, you know, kind of just opportunistically. I, opportunistically, I know, has like is very loaded. I shouldn't say that, but the... What I mean by it is that, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, I should probably get some extra bits in, basically. Like, you know, I know you're only meant to go to the GP for, like, one thing and then, like, go to them separately for another thing or whatever, like, different on different dates. But basically, I was, like, kind of just going, you know what, I'm just going to load this onto you just before I, like, head off somewhere. Because um, this was not that long before I was, you know, while I was really trying to move to Worcester and all of that. Um, yeah. But I went to the GP and I talked about um, my, uh, the problem I had with alcohol. And, and and basically they were kind of running through with me like okay we'll try to like see see if you can you know see the situation you are without like try to be without alcohol and see what happens so I, I I did make certain progress by having someone just there I, I wouldn't call it addiction I would say I'd say it's like a I'd say currently my relationship with alcohol is a bit uh, is awkward I would say I wouldn't say it's it's nothing like my YouTube addiction I would say it's very much more like a I know to be fair, when I say YouTube addiction, I want to be clear. I don't think YouTube specifically is the issue. I think it's, I think like, you know, if I was younger right now, if I was like 15, I think TikTok would be the thing. You know, I, I think it's just a case of a social media esque, yeah. like stimulation um, uh, desire where my brain is kind of fucked basically right now. Which, for for yeah, that. Which, anything you know, like that though? Um, I honestly don't read that much. Like, not particularly. I, I find it too. Um, I find it. I'm not going to go into it, but basically, I don't think it's worth mentioning, really. But I, I don't quite watch Twitch the same way. Um, yeah, I, I say that because, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the social media sites that were around back then. Like, it, there wasn't really much to watch on Facebook either. There, the there was Vine, but again, Vines are really short. So, well, Vines like, are also like not anywhere near as old as YouTube, for example. Yeah, yeah, but like. The only other site that like you could like satisfy that I guess that, that craving is Reddit maybe, and you never really had a Reddit account. So no, I've like, never. I mean, I don't have a Reddit account now, basically. Yeah, like you know, uh, Reddit is the only social media platform I like. I actually use consistently. I forget I have an Instagram. The only reason why I've been using it so much is because of this show. So, but mm. but it, I come. I'm just thinking. I come to think of it, you'd be totally correct because if you had like if your first social media site was like in this year where we are now, you you'll be on TikTok. You'd be watching TikToks all the time. And I'll fucking hate you, you know? <laughs> Probably. Well, it depends. It depends how I re how I I mean I don't interact with you based on my YouTube experience, so maybe not. I don't know. That's a kind of a fundamental difference, I guess. But regardless, it, it it's kind of irrelevant to an extent. Um I I was talk so I I spoke to the GP about this. And within this, I was talking about, so basically what I was talking about generally was I was trying to kind of push forward that I, I don't like the term addictive personality quite that much because I think that there's a lot of weirdnesses with what that's referring to. But I do, I am aware that there is that, you know, a lot of how 
people are with quote unquote addictive things, which in many cases you can access something without being addicted to it. It's the way in which your brain specifically interacts with something over time. Um, but the point is, is that that I felt that this was part of a larger issue that I was dealing with. And what the GP told me, I think is something that was is true to a very like clinical extent, but is very much something that I wanted to push back on in the moment and didn't because I was not interested in the moment to do so. And I was going to come back to it if I didn't, if I didn't move here, I think like that. And we continued that conversation. I think maybe something could have happened. Um, but I very specifically was like, huh, that's weird to me. Like, I understand what you've said and I'm not saying you're wrong, but like, it's weird to me that you've said that and not this, which was, let me tell you what they actually said. Um, he said to me, like, you know, there, you know, that these, that it, it, it's okay sometimes to have things that you, use to deal with life and i and like, to be clear i i'd explained to him about like autism so he knew about yeah, that yeah. um and everything like that and he said that and the and i was like I, that surprises me though in uh, and i'd heard it before right this was not the first time i'd heard it and that's why i realized it was a more clinical response nothing against him by the way it's just it's probably how he's meant to react initially or how he's been trained to react initially because he's not like a psychologist or anything um but I, I, what I realized when I, what I took from that was the, the level of like, I'm a person who's come to you and explained not just that I have, you know, issues, but that there is something very specifically I do not like about myself, that I'm doing this thing and that I'm doing it so constantly. And that I can, I've even described that it's been 15 plus years in the making. You could argue it's probably even like 20 years at this point in the making. Um, and that this is a that the fact that this hasn't gone away means that this is something that is now becoming more fundamentally my personality as opposed to my as opposed to like this is the problem with like mental health is that like certain you know things are you know problems and they can be problems in a generic sense but when you're defining them as these are active behaviors that are repeated over and over again if that's what you've been doing for 20 years that's not just a repeated behavior anymore. That's not even just a habit anymore. That's now becoming who you are. And that's what yeah. it feels like at the very least, you know? Um, so now this is who I am. Like if I meet someone, if I went on a date with someone, this is now the person that they're having to deal with. It's not something I can just kind of like, you know, sort of change a bit. Like this is this is now like a core of, of something. And it's not to say that I can't change. We all know that people can change. This is a, that's a huge part of like why we even have any hope about like, you know, um, about ourselves when we're in these states, but as well as like, obviously human society wouldn't develop whatsoever if that was the case. Um, but like, clearly I've come to you asking you about this because this is clearly an issue for me and you are not taking it as you're not seeing instead of supporting what I'm saying. And saying, I might not agree with what you're saying to an extent, but I really want to help you. The response was, you know, but yeah. it's, okay, it's okay to have things to rely on. And I realized to an extent, and I don't know if this is what it was in the moment, but I'm just going to, I'm going to go on a little bit here just to explain how I think the conversation was going in their head, which was less so about me giving them this information and them just saying that. And specifically the fact that they knew because I had told them that I was like 
neurodivergent in this specific specific case, autistic, and you know, I, I I mentioned that I'd thought about ADHD, but again, I have no diagnosis and no formal element of this to like put forward. So I, I was not like yeah. meant, I was not making that a big thing or whatever, but specifically autism. And I think what they were thinking in their head and how they reacted was, well, sometimes people who are autistic have to rely on these things. And what that what bothered me about that, and I think that this will kind of come up quite a lot. And I think there's a really interesting point in the discussion around um, like mental health and neurodiv- neurodivergence specifically, because obviously there's lots of people with very different uh, feelings and needs. Is when like someone in a position like this tells you that someone like you has to rely upon this thing, like to be normal or to feel okay or to yeah, yeah. be whatever like to be neutral and i'm sitting here thinking but i don't want to be like this like that's not good enough like you've you gone t- to the doctor seeking help and they've kind of exactly. given you an answer that just isn't like it doesn't help um it doesn't even help like ease your concerns it just tells you that your concern isn't a concern like there's no like like let's say he was correct in what he was like saying like let's assume that for a second scientifically evidence is back it's not a concern. He didn't really tell you that it wasn't a concern. He literally said, "Yeah, but it's okay to have things to, you know, get you through stuff." Well, like, no, I would say I, I would say that he did positive. Like I, I'm paraphrasing when I'm speaking, like when I'm saying what he said. I I think the way he put it was literally, you know, that I'm, you know, that it's not a concern necessarily, or maybe for me to 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 change my perspective on it. To an extent, like there's a bit of there's a bit of column A, column B. Um, I'll go into that section in a moment. I, I, I realize the timing. I don't want to like take too much of this all to me. Sorry for this episode. I, I, I just clearly this was a thing that I've been dealing with. So, and this is what we told you was going to happen. So fuck it. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, not sorry. Right? I don't know why I'm saying. Sorry. Why the fuck am I saying sorry? I've already promised this. You don't need um, to. I don't. I don't. I don't know why I'm saying. This um, is your show. um like that it's it's weird to it's weird to be told and i again i understand where part this comes from but like let's say that you are someone with any particular mental health thing that we could discuss right and you're talking to someone and they're saying that your life necessarily is going to be worse than other people's and we are not going to help you in that matter we're not going to support you in that matter to bring it up to where other people might be at right like as in you can't this is this is an aspect you're going to have to accept this is a bit of the like kind of like there's two schools of thought almost when it comes i'm not saying these are mutually exclusive schools of thought but there's the idea of like you can make changes to yourself to improve yourself or you can change your perspective on things to realize the thing that you wanted is not actually that important right those two both like like there are situations where you might have some feeling about yourself which is unrealistic and the reality is, is that you don't need to feel that way. Fair enough. We can help you to realize that you don't need to feel that way. And then suddenly you feel a lot better. Great. No, nothing wrong with that. Same thing. Let's try and change you. Let's try and have you do things and you change for the better as a result of doing those things, as in whether it's towards that goal or just generally, right? I guess there's, a, there's kind of like a third path, which is more generally. And then there's a path which is more directly towards that goal, you know? Hey, you want to be doing this thing? Let's make sure that you're heading in that path. Um, I think that's also fine. 
the the thing that gets me is the is that when I'm in a position where I'm saying to someone like I have not been able to change my mind on this, like my mind has been stuck this way and I've hated it for so long, yet somehow I'm now standing here talking to you as a 26 year old man at that point, knowing that 15 years ago is when this started, and I am telling you right now that I genuinely wish. Uh, or, or I genuinely thought at a certain point in my life that this would never go away. And now I'm starting to feel like I can find help in this. And you are not telling me that it's not going to go away or that I can't find any way of dealing with it, that people with neuro, that are neurodivergent or otherwise are having to accept a lower class of living, a lower, a lower sense of living, potentially. Like when they want something, they can't get it because they can't try to achieve anything to a certain point, that's bad. And I, 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 to be clear, that's a very nuanced point. So anyone who has like any knee-jerk reactions to this, especially if you don't understand what I'm quite talking about, but you have like ideas about this whole thing, I, I, I don't know how to say this, but try to level that a bit. What I'm trying to because it's difficult to explain this without sounding like I'm, I'm on like some particular ideological spectrum extreme here when I say it, because I, I don't mean it that way. But like, yeah. it's very clear that there are people in the world who want to change the way things are for themselves, not of themselves, not they don't want to change themselves necessarily, they want to change things about their life, right? That could be outside themselves, in themselves, whatever, it doesn't matter. But to be told by people that kind of that's you kind of have to accept that when we're not talking about like any moral discussion or anything. We're talking about like people's contentment, happiness, etc., however you want to call it. And they're being told you can't. And the reason that you can't is because of this thing that you have no control over. And there is no real like genuine support to be like, hey, even though I'm not necessarily sure I agree with you, I, I want to support your feeling in this. So let's see, how can I help you? What can we do? What's the, like the thing you would like to be able to do, or like what's the thing that you would want to have available to you, or what's even the thing that you want specifically to happen to you? Like genuinely, what would be the best scenario for you? What is the out? What is the outcome you want eventually? None of that was asked, and none of that was ever going to be asked. If I made a complaint about it, maybe something would have happened. But you know that again, you shouldn't rely on people to make complaints like that because, especially people involved in places like that, they're not going to. Um, but like I, I've I've come to the conclusion that I'm clearly in a space where I need to be doing more things that I want to do that I'm struggling to find to do while also managing my own expectations and I'm doing trying to do both of those at the same time and without support I'm finding that difficult and this is going to be a common thing of I fell for it again much like I did with school which we'll, you'll you'll hear about in the in that episode. I I keep thinking every year or so that things are just going to change and they don't. So, and the reality is, is the reason why it doesn't is because I'm the only one trying to do it. Either. I need more than that. Yeah. And I think most people need more than that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's a huge part of that struggle. It's very difficult. I, I'm starting to ramble far too much. So I'm going to pass it on to you again, if that's all right. But this, but, this is what, this is what these journal episodes can be, you know? It can be like very like free and just venty. It could be whatever, you know. That's why that's why I enjoy. That's why I enjoy doing this show. Um, it's yeah. I feel like 
if you're not being taken seriously by your doctor, then then you're gonna struggle. And that's the thing. Like I, I was when I think about my ignorance to it all, it's like, well, uh, I I don't have that like what people call addictive personality. I have the opposite, so I I can't get addicted to things. So things like routines don't really exist. Um, I can lose like it makes me adaptable, but I can lose a routine very quickly. Um, if I had an addiction of any sort, I would struggle, especially because my addiction would probably be something similar to you, Joe. It'd probably be something like YouTube or social media, and like it'll be a, a debilitating thing for me, especially if no one took it seriously. I I do want to point out actually to just because you use the word, I don't think routine is the right way of understanding it because I think routine is actually a very different thing. Um, yeah, I mean, like for me, because like the way a habit forms for me, or like an addiction, or any anything that I do like repeatedly, it, it starts. It has to be like a habit. It has to be part of something that I do at a set time. But because routines don't ever settle for me, I can't really get addicted to something long enough. If that makes sense. Yes, although I would say that like and this, I think is the 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 part that's quite tragic. Let's say is that I am also not a good person with routine. Like one of the problems I have is that when I'm doing something repeatedly every day, is that I actually struggle to keep that up at all. But one of the problems then is I can't keep up those things. Yet I'm wanting, like, I'm wanting to do like different things every day. I'm wanting to try and like, you know, obviously this doesn't help with work and things like that. Just to be clear, like, you know, trying to keep yourself organized in that way, and I struggle with that. But then I spend every day doing the same shit all the time. So it's like my life is a, is, is a constant state of repeating things where I'm forced to repeat things in situations where I find difficult. And then in my ease, I also repeat things. And I'm stuck repeating those as well. This podcast has been, and, and, and D&D has helped with this. And I mean, we, me, you, and uh, Kes have been playing like games recently, like those things which i really enjoy are like moments where we pierce through that and we and we don't have that experience but i can't rely on those things all the time right and but although i i i, I will garner this a little bit i do think that i can find a way out of this i do believe that just to, because i know i've been like despairing the entire time or giving like this air of despair I'm not stupid in that I am aware that we can do better, right? I know that it's possible. The way in which I understand it is not a case of just simply doing or not doing. It's a case of changing, right? I was I said changing right at the beginning of this because I think there's a case of like, hey, stop doing this thing, replace it with this thing, and so on and so forth. Yeah. I need to find a way to, and again, this is where like kind of social, which is why I support is important so if anyone out there is listening to this and is ex- feeling any sense of like um you know not re- reciprocity it's not the right word like relationship to this in a personal way or even if you don't i assume everyone does to a certain extent but like there are certain people i imagine who might be very similar to my position or whatever if i listen to this um there's you, you can't just simply like just remove you can't you can't just simply cut and add right there has to be like an, a, an avenue of, of of morphing and changing. Human behavior doesn't naturally wants to morph itself. You can't like you can't go from a state of okay, well, I'm clearly dealing with stimulation 
like addiction basically overload all the time i just want whatever's the most i'm just gonna like now cut everything off i'm gonna go cold turkey because guess what now you have nothing i've done that before i've tried removing myself and guess what there's no you, you can't like completely and utterly remove yourself from an overstimulated world forever like it's utterly impossible what you have to do is you have to have your life kind of begin to your your, your life has to fill in in a different way of stimulation you have to stimulate you know through different avenues and, and you have to do so in ways that you want to specifically not just like because you have to but because you want to like you know proactively trying to so like I've really enjoyed playing with you, Kes, and just playing with you in general, playing with Kes in general. Like I've enjoyed doing that. Um, I've enjoyed like I, I really want to um, get involved with like charity here or getting involved with uh, trusts here and things like that. I really want yeah. to do that. Yeah. That's something that would be really helpful for me. I really want to. I'm gonna be honest. I do want to change jobs, although for different reasons. But I, the reason I'm but for different elements of it. But like one of the reasons I want to change jobs is because I want to kind of have a scenario in which I have more time to interact with people at times they can interact with me, you know, because currently my shifts are really bad relative to them. Um, I want to do all of this because of how much I want to change the moments where I go on YouTube. Just before this, for the last half an hour or hour before we started recording, I was like, playing i played power world single player i then i then started playing slay the spire i then like put spotify on while i was waiting for you to kind of like get stuff sorted earlier like i was trying to do all of this because the last thing i wanted to do was go onto you know any fucking internet explorer shit and then start like and just start typing youtube into it that was the last yeah. thing i wanted to do and i was just like I, I, I let me just try and do let me just replace this with something and the problem is is that even if you can do that the question is, Is are you replacing it with something that you want to replace it with? Yeah, right? like, is it a healthy replacement? Like, if, are you replacing it? Are you filling that gap with something that is, like, even more detrimental or even equally detrimental? Yeah, I, I don't want my... I, I, I don't want to, like, okay, I'm going to go cold turkey, and then suddenly I stop drinking alcohol like I used to and way more, you know, and potentially forming a habit there. Like, that would not be a good thing, you know? That would clearly be a problem. Or any other sort of thing that I, that you can that you can come up with, right? Any sort of addiction or any sort of just basically any. And to be clear, when I say addiction, I just mean a behaviour that is causing harm to you in its repeated in in in, in its oh in its over repetition. I'm not sure how to describe it, but basically doing it so much to the point of harm to yourself or to the harm of up to your relationships or other people, right? Any of those things. That's a vague. It's a vague way of saying it, but honestly, that's the most like way of saying it, while genuinely being like, okay, let's just accept that we do things that we don't want to do, and we might want to change that, you know. And I, I, I recognize. I know this has gone on very long, so I, I recognize that, Alex. Don't get me. <laughs> don't worry. Um, but I do want to say this last point before I hand it back over to you to probably end this or uh, give a little bit more. But it's up to you. I recognize that. A lot of people probably experience this one way or another. You know, I, I've known people who they get home from work and they spend like six hours watching television, basically, apart from like eating and then go to bed. And that's not good either for them, I imagine. Not necessarily bad, bad. Like, you know, like again, it's about whether it harms them or not. But for some people, I think it is not a great thing for them, as in they would want to be doing something, but they're not doing that thing. And the reality of the 
of it is that like you could call it something like laziness for example right as, as a, in, in a generic sense but i don't think that's necessarily the right way of talking about it if we actually want people to like do something about it or if we want people to like feel okay because i don't think i because i don't know about you but whenever whenever the laziness term has been tagged onto me i never felt like i could change as a result of it you know yeah well i think i mentioned that before like being called lazy is like one of the few triggers of mine yeah the secondary school (laughs) there we go yeah yeah. that episode is actually now up available um guys I, I need to figure out what I'm going to title this episode. I might just say, let it out, man, let it out, or something stupid, I don't know. I need to think of a name for it. But I feel like last week's episode, Stoic Men Donate Blood, is probably going to be um, the best title we, we do for this ever. Um, ever, ever. Ever. Uh, yeah, everything you said is very applicable to probably multiple people in the world with different addictions. If you are struggling with addictions, I'm not going to read you out a list of sites you can go to because you can find that anywhere. Um, and if you're willing enough to seek change from the description of our show, then you'll probably have no issue going to Google and typing in addiction support and in your local area. Because let's be real here. Um, if we can motivate you to to make that change, then you don't need our description. <laughs> um, yeah. In the future episodes, though, we probably will have more resources, but it comes down to honestly not knowing what to put in that box. So. Would would it be? It, I think it would be reasonable to say that, like, if any particular like resource would actually want to get in touch with you and email you specifically to say, "Hey, by the way, we, you know, mention us or whatever." Like, we would yeah, want, like, we would say yes to that, right? Yeah, of course. It, it, it's more, it's more just like when it comes to things like the UK and people say, "Oh, I'll, like, reference, uh, maybe talk about like a charity or whatever." I can say Samaritans. I've mentioned them before um there's also like but the reason why i say i don't really know what to put in there is because um if if you know about samaritans then you know i kind of feel like it's a bit i find it difficult because a lot of people just don't really access them and they don't want to access them and i, and I always make i always be like if, if if you know it exists you don't need us to tell you but on the offhand chance that you don't know about these services that's the reason why i, I always go maybe i should put it in but yeah i i to be to be fair, I, I I don't think it's a case of not knowing. I think it's a case of being told that it's okay to access it, right? Yeah, yeah, that could well be it. That could well be it. But you know, it, 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 I think that's it. I think yeah, I, I forget about that side of things. I forget about how people might just uh, need a bit of an extra like reinforcement that you can do those things. So yeah, maybe that is a thing. Maybe that is a thing, guys. We are number twenty six in personal journals. <laughs> um, on 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 good pods, and and I found out about good pods yesterday, and then I couldn't because uh, uh, there was a review, but I couldn't find the review. Um, and then Joe found the review, but but to make things even better, guys, we are actually okay. We're not number one in in. No, that's also personal journals. What's the other one? There we go. We, we're not number one in plus. No, I, I keep getting personal journals. No, there we go. We're not number one in mental health podcasts. We're not quite there yet, guys. We're not quite there, okay? We're not number two either. We're number 37, okay? Mm -hmm. Out of 100. That is a big number. I'm here Mm -hmm. to let you all know right here, right now, it's a big number, okay? The silly whales are boarding ships and we're taking over. Look at us, okay? We're the captains now. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't like where the name of this 
this podcast is going. I don't like the metaphors of like whalers <laughs> that we're now attaching to ourselves. Yeah, I, I, I think the person that left a comment, um, whale stopper, shout out to you. Um, I literally think that was somebody who was looking for a podcast about whales, found it. Um, I, I actually think so as well. <laughs> like I said, I mean, maybe I, I, not. I'm for it. Unless they were referencing like putting a cork in a whale's blowhole, which in that case, maybe they mean harm to the whales. Possibly. True. True. Do you know what? Let's not find out. Let's not find out. Let's not find out. Really? Keep keep the relationship power social, you know? <laughs> How it should be. What is the email, by the way, for for charities or otherwise to interact with us? Oh, silly whales pod. Silly whale pod at there's somebody at my front door. <laughs> um You're like a dog. Someone at my front door. Someone at the front door. Oh, okay. I think it's my neighbour. I'm gonna pause the podcast for a second. Give me a second. Well, I'm just gonna keep on. You're now, what is it? You're now gonna pause it. God. Uh, cut. Yeah. Okay. And then for editing purposes, um, okay. I am back. So yeah, I'm gonna keep the front door bit in. <laughs> but yeah, with the 37, we're taking over. Okay, and, and that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything else in terms of uh getting in contact with us. Sealywhalespod at gmail dot com. Have I checked it since I made it? No. <laughs> but yeah I, I feel like I, I need to do more digging cause I think there might be other comments on different sites that Podbean has done me about but yeah anyway guys we've been talking for far too long so we are going to take two steps to the rear and get out of here we're in the wind see ya love you all